The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. This is the Joe Hoff Show on TNT Radio. Hey, welcome back to the Joe Hoff Show. Glad you're here. Uh, really liked that logo right before the uh, the show. That was pretty cool. It looked like a magic carpet right there uh, <laughs> with the TNT logo. Love it. So welcome to the Joe Hoff Show. This is uh, Tuesday, January 9th of 2024. We've made it through nine days of the year. And uh, to date, uh, we haven't had any... Uh, Major bombings, explosions, et cetera. Uh, no terrorists uh, tearing the U.S. apart right now. So I guess we should be grateful for that. Um, of course, I've been talking about this, warning about this, scared about this for the last three years as Biden just opened up the southern border, just like one big, huge open door. Really, it was more like he tore down a side of a house and just opened it up and uh, said come on in whoever wants to just come on in and we know you you know you, we know you may hate us but that's fine just come on in and that's what he's done and uh i don't know who would do that in the right mind i i feel like uh there's something going on there uh china's running joe or something and making a lot of money doing this and you know you have to say hey boys i hope you're making a lot of money because you are destroying this country and um and 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 the worst uh could be yet to come we've got to get president trump in here as soon as possible to uh straighten things up i was looking this morning somehow i i got this piece from um that i wrote about back in 2018 it's about president trump and how great things were after his first 500 days uh listen to some of this president trump in his first 500 days, not only did he beat Hillary Clinton, which was the greatest thing that he did, but uh, he was inaugurated on the 20th of uh, 2017. And 500 days later, uh, he, uh, the economy was on fire. The U.S. stock market was, uh, was uh, as, as I noted, was a barometer uh, of uh, the economy. And the market was up uh, uh, incredibly. It was up 33% at that time since Trump won the election. It reached more than 26,000 points for the first time in history. The Dow broke the record for the fastest. 500,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, and 7,000 point increases in uh, in Dow history, the fastest ever. He, uh, the Dow was sitting at 24,006 at the time I wrote this. And remember, in 20, uh, 20, this was in 2018, so this was June of 2018. Remember that the fed then stepped in and started slowing down the u.s economy it could not allow president trump and the u.s to have any more success than we were having so they they started raising rates like crazy and it wasn't because of inflation because inflation was uh was was down and we're on one percent the gdp was growing and it was at its highest amount ever at more than 20 trillion uh, there was uh more people working in, in the u.s than at any other time in history and unemployment was down around three percent so his tax plan came in and millions of americans received bonuses due to the tax cuts and those occurred uh, towards the end as i recall of 2017. and so corporations in the u.s were finally able to compete with corporations around the world we in the u.s companies we had a 30 percent tax rate and we had to go overseas maybe 35 percent even had to go overseas and compete with uh, companies from germany and europe and other areas where their tax rates were around 23 percent and 
it was difficult for American companies, as successful as we were overseas, we had to factor in this 10% uh, tax difference between us and our foreign competitors. So it was tough to get deals sometimes because of our tax disadvantages. Trump killed that. He got rid of that. And American companies exploded. Right. And he allowed for uh, these tax revenues that were held offshore uh, to come on shore. And, and I know uh, companies made billions of dollars that, that year due to the tax cuts. It was, it was an amazing stuff. And so a lot of people were making money uh, in late 2017, early 2018. Stock market was on fire. It was on fire the entire Trump administration. I talked about at 500 days into the Trump administration, ISIS was gone by Obama and Biden said, oh, they're going to be around for a generation. Trump went and talked to a couple of the generals there, a couple of the lower guys said, what do you think? And they said exactly what he needed to do. And he did it. And within a couple of weeks, ISIS was gone, was gone. There was estimates of less than a thousand people left on day 500 of Trump's administration. Uh, the President Trump, his first visit overseas, he met the Pope, he went to Israel and he met the leaders of the Muslim world, 50 countries. And he told them, remember what he said? Pick these people out. He was talking about the terrorists. He says, this is not, this is not the Muslim faith. It's not killing people. And, uh, and in front of 50 Arab nations, leaders of 50 Arab nations, President Trump shared that. It was unbelievable. It's one of the most powerful speeches I've ever seen to this day. And remember, he had a sword dance with some of the uh, leaders from Saudi Arabia. Think about that today. Saudi Arabia today is aligning with China and uh uh, and, the, and the BRICS, Brazil, India, Russia, and that's uh, that's how far down we've gone foreign policy wise. Just just that alone, uh, Trump uh, had a uh, global campaign uh, to denuclearize de the uh, Korean Peninsula. He was working on that at the time. Ended up, I believe, they ended up signing an agreement, and um, at the same time, uh, Venezuela and other countries, North Korea, et cetera, had released. Uh, had released uh, individuals, the captives that were Americans that were held overseas. Trump didn't give him any money for any of that. Biden, he gave six billion recently, Tyrone. Six billion. This is the the, the difference. Oh, you can, Biden's not for America. Let's face it. Don't, Biden is not for America. He's not. He's not doing a damn thing that helps this country. Everything he's doing is to destroy it. I swear to God. The, the border is the biggest thing, the biggest threat. As I start off the show with, we have we live in fear every day, as we as we wonder what's going to happen when these men that have crossed this border, nearly ten million, mostly men of military age, what's going to happen when somebody snaps their fingers and these people are are sent uh, uh, at the American people? This could be this could be an overthrow. This is this is how serious it is. Thank God we have guns, but other than that. This is scary, what's going on. President Trump, uh, in his first 500 days, signed 90 executive orders in his first 100 days alone. And that included uh, disabling Biden's climate change uh, initiatives, which were total BS, but travel bans against a number of select countries. Now these people are walking into our country free of charge. We're probably flying them over here for that matter. And they are crossing that southern border and we've got terrorists walking into the U.S. This, this weekend, Ben Burkwam talked about it. And he talked about how these guys were, were crossing the border and um, 
And, and they were one guy from Iran, he interviewed and this guy said, it was so easy for me. I really am scared that for the U.S. that you're going to have, you're going to have terrorists. Yeah. This guy from Iran said it. He said he wasn't, but look out. And we've already, we've, we've had Gordon Chang on the show saying, hey, there's 100, 200,000 Chinese that have crossed this border. And uh, so it's, it's unbelievable what's happening. They're so frightening. It's the Trojan horse of modern times. The stupidest thing anybody on earth ever did. And American people are sitting back. We've got a U.S. house that's scared little cats or compliant, or they're part of this scheme to overthrow this country. Because that's what's going on. They think some of these clowns think that everything's going to be the, the same. We could just move on. They're superhuman people because they got a uh, position in the U.S. House. Bull, bunk. These people, some of them are idiots. Look at Maxine Waters. That lady is stupid. Just a dummy. And But she's made a lot of money. A lot of money. Trump defeated ISIS. He rebuilt the military. He started building a, a, a border wall. And remember how they fought him on that in every step of the way. He uh, pipelines, Keystone, Dakota pipelines. He reduced uh, regulations for manufacturers. Manufacturer was on fire. Placed a hiring freeze on federal employees, and and he exited the U.S. from the TPP. This 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 bogus trade agreement that was just only going to hurt the U.S. Everybody else was going to make out, get free free of charge, their goods into the U.S., but we weren't going to get the same. Trump saved this country after 500 days. Here we are now after probably a thousand days of the Biden regime, and it is frightening. We have guys that have been sitting in prison, not in prison, I'm sorry, in jail for a thousand days, more than a thousand days from January 6th. They did nothing wrong, and they're sitting in jail with no court date. That is so unconstitutional. They had a right to protest. They had a right to protect themselves. They had a right to defense. They had a right. They had a. They 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 were good men and women with the right to free speech. They have a right to due process. They have a right to a speedy trial. They have a right to be in a fair court. They have a right to charges that are reasonable, not overcharged, like every one of these January Sixers. This is disgusting. What Biden's doing today. This is an overthrow of America. These people hate America, and and it's time for us to stand up against it. It's just frightening stuff. Anyways. Uh, Wrote about that, shared that at joehoff.com. You can go there this morning. There's other great articles at Gateway Pundit as well, uh, where I've written for years. And also uh, have uh, put uh, my interviews up at joehoff.com too. So you can listen to yesterday's interview with David Clements and last week's with Christina Bob and, and Guglia, Mariani, and Liz Harrington. And we also have interviews up there from Flynn and Roger Stone, General Flynn, Roger Stone. I was on with Joe Oltman last week on Conservative Daily. That's up. An interview I had with Dan Ball on OAN last week is also up. So you can see all these. Good friend uh, Paul Preston from New California. He's there, an interview that I had with him. And by the way, he sent me some amazing stuff. He said, California County sheriffs stood up against Newsom's unconstitutional gun law before this uh, ninth district finally stepped in. I think and Paul was telling me yesterday, I talked to him, he said he believes that the ninth circuit stepped in because all these sheriffs were saying, no, we are not going to back this law. We're not gonna enforce it, it's unconstitutional. And when they started doing that, there was at least five, maybe six different counties that, was, that were saying, we are not gonna comply with this new gun law. It was an anti-conceal and carry law that was unconstitutional. Finally, uh, earlier this week or, or late last week, 
the uh, Ninth Circuit stepped in and 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 shut it down. So as they should have from the start. By the way, a couple other big stories that happened overnight that I think you should be uh, interested that you would be interested in. You should know about is one. Here's the most recent one. Do you know that the corrupt Georgia Secretary of State and and representatives knew that the Dominion voting machines that were used in Georgia in 2020 violated state law, and yet they still purchased them? This came out uh, just this past week or so since the 5th. It's uh, shocking. It's shocking. We knew that these machines didn't comply. There's a guy that's suing them. We've had him on the show before. It's been a long time. We'll have to get him back. He started suing the state. He's a former judge. He said, these things are not constitutional. You can't. And the reason is the law says you got to be able to count your ballots uh, the same way, basically, that they're counted by the machines. But the machine goes to this QR code to count your ballot. And the average person cannot look at that QR code and see how they voted. So we there's no I ever but nobody has any idea what that QR code says and that it agrees with their votes. Even though your ballot may say that you voted for these people, what's counted is that QR code. Those violated state law, those ballots, this, these machines that were using that process, they were purchased and used throughout Georgia in 2020. Just another reason why that election never should have been certified. That's why it was stolen. I say this in my books, you can go to, you can go to Amazon, get my books, and I encourage you to do so. And, and you will find that the main thing in my second book, where I talk about all the things that happened, at the end of each chapter, I say, and for this reason, the election never should have been certified. It never should have been certified over and over and over again. And 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 yet nobody did anything. In my third book, I, I talk about what happened afterwards. Nobody did a damn thing. Law enforcement wasn't there. The judge and judge of the courts weren't there. The judges weren't there. The prosecutors weren't there. The legislatures weren't there. Nobody was there for the American people. Mike Pence dropped the ball on January 6th. As a matter of fact, they swapped, switched that into a into a setup, a hit job on American good Americans. But people like uh, this beautiful woman from Minnesota, who I, I uh, Laura Logan had a video about. I have that up. Uh, her name's Victoria White. She was beaten severely. Capital that day did nothing wrong. Found herself in the wrong spot. Got beaten severely. It's on video, and they ended up arresting her a year and a half later. This poor lady's been through hell. She went through a marriage where her husband beat her, and she finally got away from that, only to find herself on January sixth beaten by our country by the Capitol policemen that are animals. There's one guy that was beating her. He's got a record. Black Lives Matter protesters knew who this guy was. Calling him in. He was such an animal. And he got in there, started punching her in the face at Point Blake Range in this tunnel area, punching her in the face. She did nothing wrong. She got stuck between the people and the police and got pushed in there and was not let out. And she was beaten severely. Others were hitting her on, on the head. Somebody 40 some times on the head with a metal stick. Unbelievable story. Anyways, Laura Logan did a great job there. Clay Higgins is also, there's a video of him from Tucker last week where he, on January 6th, where he talks about there were 200 FBI assets there on January 6th. So you can go see all this. You can get my books at uh, Amazon, the Steel Series, and encourage you to do so. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back on The Joe Hoff Show. 
Jeremy Nell on TNT Radio. Being South African, I'm, I know the situation and it's incredibly dire. Basically, our farmers, mostly white, have been under attack for years and years and years. And when I say attack, I mean that physically, don't I? Yes. Um, since the dawn of democracy in South Africa, since 1994, we had an average of uh, one farm attack every second day. Um, so it averages around uh, 175 to 190 farm attacks every year. And we had a farm murder on average every fifth day. Um, but over the last few months, both of those numbers have picked up. Murders in other sectors of society are not accompanied by the same levels of brutality and torture as you will find in farm murders. Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. God's truth is enduringly true throughout all the generations. It transcends culture. The church is always going to be an embattled people. If it's swimming with the tide, it's not being the church of Jesus Christ. Look to the past, learn from the past, because the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. China has more than 200 confirmed cases of coronavirus, it's called. The entire state of California ordered to stay at home. That's 40 California has some of the strictest policies leveled against churches. Gavin Newsom's executive order threatens jail time and a $1,000 a day fine. Government that stopping people from going to church, Dr. Fauci. When I went into the White House, when I sat in on the task force meetings, was a shocking level of gross incompetence. The mortality rate from the virus was 0.2%. You know, 99.8% survival, rather than the 3 or 4% mortality that the, the people are saying at the time. The culture and the understanding of the people of Grace Church has always been, not only do you obey government, but you honor government. Thousands of people in the streets, but you can't have church. The hypocrisy of letting people riot it helped us all understand one thing. This is not what they say it is. By meeting, we're testifying the government has no jurisdiction here. I was arrested and driven to a maximum security prison. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches. My daddy. When the churches fall silent, the only religion left is the state. We needed to make a biblical statement because we always put ourselves under the authority of the Word of God. LA County threatened Pastor John MacArthur with jail time and arrest. We were going to be sued. They wanted Grace Church shut down. We wanted to go on the offensive and attack the health order as unconstitutional. This wasn't about health and safety. This was all about control and opposition to religious freedom. As the government gets more corrupt and more corrupt, snitches get rewards. Its totalitarian control has to increase. You have to have a mask on. And as they shut down any attacks against them, this is not about freedom or personal choice. The last thing standing is going to be the church. Ladies and gentlemen, today's news talk. News and information. TNT Radio. Hey, we are back. This is Joe Hoft on the Joe Hoff Show. Thanks for listening in. This is another great show. I tell you, there's this uh, information, the story that's coming out of uh, 
Michigan over the past couple of weeks, maybe maybe longer. I was really only brought into it here a couple of weeks ago. I know some people up there in Michigan, really some hard workers that are trying to make America great again, make America's elections free, fair, and transparent. And these uh, individuals uh, have been working really hard ever since uh, the 2020 election. And here we are now three years later. And what uh, they ended up doing is they did have some candidates that ran for office that didn't didn't win in 2022. I believe the election was stolen again in 2022. They've got it down to a science now in Michigan. And uh, there's all sorts of corruption there, all sorts of corruption with the most corrupt uh, witch's brew that you've ever seen running that state with the Gretchen... Whitmer, the the governor, uh, Dana Nessel, the attorney general, and and this lady named Benson, who's the secretary of state, they're all just wicked as can be. I've heard, ironically, they're so wicked, you'd think they'd all just be, uh, you know, you know, stirring the brew together. Instead, I've heard they don't even get along. They hate each other. So there you have it. Anyways, um, these, these three nasty women are running that state. And uh, the 2020 election and 2022 election, uh, uh, end up being stolen in my in my estimation. Certainly, 2020. We know that through so much evidence, the vans that showed up in the middle of the night dropped off ballots underneath the center in Detroit. Thousands of ballots. Uh, same time, these jumps. We think we call them the F curves, where where the uh, Joe Biden's way behind. All of a sudden, he gets. Well, straight up, all all votes for Biden, and now all of a sudden he's ahead of Trump. It's like crazy. It's like some of those uh, scoring sheets that you see at football games, where somebody's your chances of, or, or the score they keep the score, and all of a sudden it'd be like one team in one minute scores you know fifty points to take the lead. It was crazy what happened in in uh, Michigan, and then we find out these vans dropped off thousands of ballots overnight. There's also these military ballots, which are in question everywhere. And uh, so much wrongdoing. We we ended up finding out that there's this GBI Strategies company that was that had uh, uh, facilities. One was raided and they found guns with silencers. And it's like, what the heck is going on there? And it was all covered up by Bill Barr and, and, and Trump's White House counsel, which I believe is Pat Cipollone. These guys covered it up, said, no, we're not going to talk about it. Everything's fine. We're just moving on. We're just going to see Trump get his election stolen and move on. Bill Barr, the, the animal, I've heard, I've heard uh, Tucker in that interview uh, yesterday or the interview uh, with, um, yeah, on January 6th with this U.S. Representative Higgins, uh, Tucker says that Bill Barr walks away from everything. And now he's now he says, well, there's a possibility that there's some more going in 2020. Now he says that after all the sham stuff that he allowed Biden to get away with, Biden gets up there in those debates and lies his head off and says that Hunter Biden laptops false. And he knew exactly he's running the DOJ. He knew exactly it was real. He knew exactly where it was at. And uh, he didn't say anything. He was quiet, buttoned his lip, let Trump stand there all by himself. Barr was an animal. And that guy, a head, a former head of the CIA, under uh, my understanding, under under the Bush, Bush one, as well as then his attorney general for a period of time. What an animal that guy was! Hey, to come in, we thought we had high hopes for this guy, and he ended up being just a monster. So, um, anyways, um, 
anyway, so that's that's what's going on. It's just crazy, crazy, crazy stuff after the election, Bill Barr and all that. Anyways, in Michigan, then comes 2022. They end up stealing that election. People like Christina Caramo, who ran for Secretary of State, loses. So does the uh, Attorney General candidate, Matthew Paterno, and uh, their, their governor candidate. So... Um, anyways it was just a mess it was just a mess the elections were stolen again in these key areas these key candidates that needed to be put in place all of a sudden they're stolen again and surprise surprise just like in arizona how they saw how they absolutely stole it from Kerry lake never seen anything like it uh the, the the machines all shut down they had the wrong ballots wrong size ballots wrong size parameters and they had thousands and thousands and thousands if not a million votes on election day people were told come in on election day and they freaking jammed these machines so they couldn't work and had told people to take your ballot shove it in the corner throw it in that box in the corner we'll see to it that it makes it that we count it these uh, batches were never counted before they got shipped off site they got shipped to to uh, run back in uh uh, the printer, the the, the uh, election printer, that their location where then they were somehow counted and shoved through. What a lie these people are. These people lie about everything. And uh, so what happened was uh, those elections were stolen in Michigan. Uh, then there was a race for the for the uh, GOP chairmanship. And uh, Matthew DiPerno was in the running, uh, the, uh, the the individual who lost the AG race and uh, as well as Christina Caramo, the, this uh, really outspoken, uh, very polished uh, woman who uh, ran for Secretary of State, who was there on election night in, in, uh, in uh, Detroit, who did get kicked out the next day. Uh, just amazing stuff. And her whole story is just really amazing. Then she, she runs for the GOP chair and she wins. And ever since then, she's been under attack. These rhinos do not want her there. And I believe it's because she's going after election integrity. She wants to clean up those elections in the state. And the uh, heads of the GOP do not want her in place. And they're not going to back her. They're not going to give her money for elections. They don't care. It's all about them their power and it's, it has nothing to do with this country and we're seeing this same same story just repeated over and over and over again around the country and um and it's uh it's just uh it's just unbelievable what we're seeing so anyways crazy stuff we're gonna we're gonna um take a quick break here and then we'll be back with our guest, but uh, just uh, say say prayers for this country, say prayers for the people in Michigan, especially Christina Crum. I hope to talk to her later today myself and to figure out what's going on there because there's an effort now to remove her from as head of the GOP, really uh, kind of a sinister attack by some sinister people. So we'll be back to talk about that. And we'll also have our guest here shortly. Uh, this is the Joe Hoff Show. I said, could she die? And the doctor said she could. It was so scary. When I started clawing at my neck and trying to breathe and I thought, you know, what are we going to do if I die here? <laughs> How's everyone going to go on? When someone's gravely sick or injured in the bush, they rely on the Royal Flying Doctor Service. 
But now the Flying Doctor needs your help to fund vital medical equipment and supplies. Please search Flying Doctor online to give a regular gift of just $10. You can help equip the Flying Doctor's teams to respond to any emergency anywhere. Search Flying Doctor online. Become a part of the Royal Flying Doctor service and help save lives in the bush. While serving in Afghanistan, I was hit by sniper fire. The fighting was so intense, the medevac chopper was barely able to land. In the hospital, I was given a 5% chance to live. It's a good thing math wasn't my best subject. Today, I visit classrooms and share my story. I talk to kids about dealing with life's struggles. I tell them, with a little help and a lot of work, that you can overcome any challenge. DAV helps veterans like Adam get the benefits they've earned. They help more than a million veterans every year in life-changing ways. I know that some struggles are big and some are small, but they're all struggles, and you have to learn to get through them. With support from DAV, more veterans like me can live their best life. And as a new father, I have one more reason to keep on keeping on. My victory is being there for the next generation. Adam Alexander, may your victories inspire many more. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Joe Hoft on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. Hey, we are back. This is Joe Hoft on the Joe Hoff Show. And uh, for our guest today, I have a good friend, somebody who's also a host here at TNT, uh, Mr. Stephen Hook. Steve, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. How are you, man? Good to see you this uh, bright and early in the morning. Yeah, yeah how about <laughs> Yeah, that's early. Yeah, I like, by the way, I like your background there. That's pretty cool. The flag. Uh, and yeah, well, you're very cool. <laughs> I work Looks on good. it every day. Look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and the uh, TNT shirt, man, that's pretty cool. I'm gonna have to get me one yeah, or two of I, those. I, I, it was it was one of those where I immediately threw it on because I'm like, I gotta hit Joe's show. So I just said, let me put on some TNT wear. Yeah. But how you doing today, great. man? Well, I'm doing great. I was just kind of curious how how's your show going how's it uh, what do you you know what do you guys been covering over the uh, last it's going weeks? it's going really well well we've been you know we've been focused uh as i think everybody has been focused on the election coming up and what's going on we're a week away from the big uh raucous caucus in iowa so we're keeping our eye on that uh we've been uh also been very uh hot and heavy on the southern border which of course is an absolute crisis that can't be hidden anymore uh and you know joe i live in uh central jersey right you know about an hour out of the metro of new york city uh and it's coming uh it's really creating real problems in the city and uh, i've always said one of the greatest things greg abbott has ever done as governor of uh, of texas is to make damn sure that everybody knows that this border crisis is a crisis for all of us not just those in eagle mm. pass and in uh, you yeah. know in in the western states and the border states so now we're all mm. border states so we've been focusing on that a lot too yeah well that's something that you say that because i've got a good friend his name's brian Colfosh. he and uh steve bannon and a couple other guys they were indicted by the southern district of new york for building a yep. wall uh down yeah. on the border they they did it uh themselves uh as congress was preventing Trump from building the wall. So they just stepped in and raised some money and built it very cheap compared to what the government could do and very solid in an area that they said you couldn't build a wall. It's just be too hard to build it. They put it in, in two sections, miles, two, two I think two mile long sections. And so New York 
took an interest to that and indicted these guys. And Brian's sitting in prison today. Uh, they moved him to Rochester, said that he, they, they claimed that these guys' money uh, from the uh, donations that they received. And, and as their evidence for Brian, they showed his house, which was built by the uh, Gary Sinas Foundation. That was his yeah, house. Yeah, Gary Nice yeah, house in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And he's helped a lot of these uh, patriots that were, were injured overseas, like Brian. Brian's lost two legs and an arm. And so and he's in jail. Uh, they, yeah. And now he's in prison in Rochester. He said, he wrote me, he says, Joe, I'm as far away from my family almost as I can be. They put me in Rochester. My family's in Florida. They can't come see me. He's got a beautiful wife, two beautiful little kids. His daddy's been mm -hmm. arrested for committing no crime. And so, the thing that really grabbed me about all that, as you were saying here, there, suddenly there was an interest from the Southern District of New York in, in the Southern border wall. And I, I argued at the time, they don't give a damn about that wall. They don't care anything about that wall. They were just after people that are close to Trump. And that's what it yeah. was. And Bannon still, Bannon got pardoned for that. So they're going after him for something else. This is uh this corrupt DOJ that needs to be shut down and imprisoned. And, um, and here's Brian sitting there in a in a in a in a, in a really it's like a hospital. And Rochester, she says they cannot take care of me. He says I need help to go to the bathroom. I, I, you know yeah. he cannot. You know he. That's why this house was such a gift. He's so badly injured from the war, and uh, pretty pretty damn damning story. He reached out to me from prison. I haven't heard from him in a long time. I'm kind of concerned about him. But you mentioned the wall and the Southern District. So yeah. They're sending now that now New York's finally realizing what's going on down there. And and uh, but before, I don't think they really gave a damn. I No, I agree with you. And I think that uh, New York, it's funny because there's a I don't know if you heard about this story, Joe. It kind of dovetails nicely into this uh, into this. I mean, it, it, it's straight up tyranny is what you're referring to here. Uh, New York Dem uh, Democrat Representative Yvette Clark. Did you hear what she said? Uh, Yvette Clark is a, uh, a congresswoman out of New York, and she said, she said the quiet part out loud, Joe. She said, I know New York City is having a tough time with all of these. Uh, I'm kind of paraphrasing here. I can click on it and tell you exact words. But basically what she said was, we could use those illegals in my district if for no other reason to help us redistrict the county. So this is what they're doing. And I've always heard this thing. You always hear about well, I don't know why you conservatives are so concerned. These people, it's not like they can vote or anything. Yeah, but the, you don't count the citizens. You count people in a district. So if you have 60,000 citizens and 120,000 illegal immigrants, guess what? You've got 180,000 people to uh, represent in Congress. And that's what they're doing it for. Yvette Clark came out and said it, said, send them to me. She's in, I think, AOC's district, Brooklyn, uh, and she said, send them to me. We can use them. Uh, so, yeah, they, they don't give a rip. They don't give a rip about the border wall. They do hate anything Trump, and they'll use it to their advantage if they can. It's pretty despicable. Yeah, absolutely. There's so much despicable about some of the things going on in New York, these court cases against Trump. We could talk about them for hours. I'm so disgusted by that. And again, the Southern District, they just let FTX, uh, the, the Sam Bankman freed, they threw him yeah. in prison, maybe maybe for life to keep him quiet, but they ignored all the, uh, all the embezzlement, all the money that was exchanged 
from using that exchange of his uh, FTX to pay off politicians. And none of that gets looked at. And I bet you there's no. billions that flew through that entity. And even I wrote a piece on that and Elon Musk the next day retweeted and said, it's in the billions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's, we're not going to, we're not going to hear from, we're not going to hear from the donor, the, uh, the, the, uh, the people that got money from uh, Sam Bankman freed any more than we're going to hear who is on that legitimately on the uh, on the Epstein list? Those are those are names that we will yeah. never hear. We'll hear yeah. the people that were on the plane and stuff, but we'll never get the salacious details about either those mm -hmm. loans or the uh, or or the Epstein stuff. It's pretty uh, pretty sickening. Yeah, yeah, and there's some stuff there that no, never will be answered. I guess that uh, that building on on the island that looks like some sort of temple that I remember writing about that a few years ago. I was like, "Geez, what is this? Who does that on a uh, on an island? Builds this temple like structure at another end of the island? It was just it's just disgusting. What's going on yeah. there? It's it's like a Bond villain. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. And they I noticed overnight they come out and say, "Oh, look at this. This one lady went in and she testified that she saw Trump having sex there and Bill Clinton and." And uh, the guy from Virgin uh, uh, Air, that guy, and, and and the guy who was running uh, Google, Sergi, what, yeah, Branson, yeah. and that Sergi guy. But um, and I'm just like, and Trump saying adamantly, I did not. These are absolutely false. The girl took back what she said, but the media, of course, throws that out there, throws Trump under the bus. I believe personally, now I could be wrong. And I believe this was another Clinton scam to freaking damage Trump and others and, and cover up for themselves, cover up for uh, Bill Clinton, because we know he was on flights back and forth from that island. Trump's never been on a flight to that island that, we're, that no. we, there's any information of. It's, it's all everything's a, a lie to this media. I'm so disgusted by it. It's just it, you know what it is, Joe, what drives me so nuts about it is. They know that they've got a very select, a very select audience. Uh, these are people that have been steeped in media manipulated Trump hatred, uh, and they will lap it up. They lap it up. And th the media knows that you can, I I've seen several people on my, uh, on my socials that are sharing doctored photos of Trump on the plane with Epstein and a, yeah. and a whole gaggle of girls. And then you see yeah the actual photograph and you're like, well, well, that doesn't even closely resemble this. And, but the, the, it doesn't matter. They still believe it. They said, no, the one you're showing is doctored. And, yeah. and the media goes along with that. It really is. Uh, and the thing that scares me, Joe, is that I said this 12 years ago on the air, I said, we will look back in this epoch of American history and we will say the greatest enemy to the people of this country was our free press. I said that over a decade ago, and it's only gotten worse. Yeah, it's, you're right. Absolutely. Pathetic. Now it's just tro total garbage. Even when the, all this stuff came out there showing Trump's name there, it's like there was no evidence. The only quite uh, up through yesterday, the only thing related to Trump was some girls were asked, did you ever see Trump there? Do you ever see him having sex? She said, no, no. And then the media reports it as Trump, you know, Trump on information on Clinton and Trump. Bill Clinton flies there 26 times with minors. And um, and and he's the same as President Trump. Some girls asking if she ever saw Trump there and he never was. It's like uh, media yeah. is just so, so. And the girl and, the, and by so the way, the girl disgusting. that the girl that originally threw his name out that you were just men mentioning, her name is Sarah Ransom. 
And Sarah Ransom has been completely debunked on many of these allegations. So I think she's probably just looking for her 15 minutes. Who knows if she's been paid off? I don't know. Uh, But I do know that on none of the flight logs are Trump's names mentioned. They say, oh, Trump, Trump's name gets brought up in the Epstein scandal. Well, it did get brought up, but only in as so much as that a woman who has been thoroughly debunked brought it up. It's not on any of the logs. There's no evidence that he ever Mm -hmm. stepped foot on the Lolita Express. Uh, And he certainly never went to the island. And it's important to point out, Joe, that he did have Jeffrey Epstein forcibly removed from Mar-a-Lago for hitting on a young girl. So Mm -hmm. I just. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty ugly. It is. And I remember uh, seeing, too, this video of this prosecutor of the case. And some guy walked up to him and asked him about Trump and hoping to get Trump. And this guy said, no, but Donald Trump was the only guy that helped me out. He goes, I asked to see him. He had me in the next day. Everybody else is balking. I have to go through attorneys, all this stuff to just see him to talk about this stuff. President Trump said, come in. We talked. He said, if there's anything I can do, let me know. So this is the one guy that helped me. So yeah, I was like, yeah, give me a break. This is so disgusting. What's going on? I'm so disgusted with our media. You know what? Yeah, what really what really is, Joe, is that the media is so damn incestuous. And I think a lot of people don't are are fully unaware of that. I apologize for that. Uh the media is so incestuous. And there's so much um uh, you know, I mean, look, you've got Clapper working at, uh, uh, where is he, at MSNBC or CNN, one of them. you got Brennan working at the other one. Uh, and let's not even get into the Rhodes brothers. Uh, you know, they, they, you yeah. got, uh, and I mean, Ben Rhodes, of course, is big Obamaite. Christopher Rhodes, his brother, was the uh, news director at CBS News. So they are all literally and figuratively in bed with each other. And is it any wonder that you're going to get this kind of coverage against somebody like Trump, who not only threatened to upset the apple cart, but was in the process of tipping over the apple cart? And boy, did they train their guns on him quick. Isn't it? And I, you know, the thing, too, that grabbed me about, you know, kind of what we were talking about earlier is how there's these there are these bad actors. They come in, they get their picture with a couple people. I've had somebody do this to me. Uh, He did it he shared all these pictures of him with all these other famous people that he uh had gotten his picture with look here's me with don jr here's me with all these others to worm his way in to drop a story on me that was false that would get me in major league trouble it was a story about dominion yeah. and georgia and they he came in he dropped that on us and um what happened was we did we we put up a teaser and then we just decided not to put it up never put it up that that happened on a saturday on monday we got a letter from dominion saying hey keep all your records we're coming after you and i think it was all a setup they were going to come after us because there was word that we were going to put this video up on that monday and we never did and we never heard from dominion again and 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 uh you know what was that what, what, what was yeah. that? And I think, yeah. so that's what I think of Epstein. He's this guy that would go out there and get his picture with whoever he could, try to build these relationships, gain trust. And then he would, you know, take these, you know, people, uh, you know, in and and uh, and take pictures, videos, whatever, get these people in horrible situations. And uh, I think that was what he did. But Trump I apparently think so too. didn't buy it. No, I think so too. 
I saw, what was that young congressman, the guy that was in the wheelchair? He only served one term. Yeah, uh, yeah. Caught, uh, yeah. He, he he came out. I saw him on the, uh, uh, I think it was the Benny, Benny Johnson podcast or something the other day, and he was talking about it. Uh, about about what's going on in D.C. And he said people's, yeah, basically, uh, again, paraphrasing, basically people's toes would curl if they knew the truth. He essentially said that there are honey pots and honey traps everywhere. He goes, I can't identify uh, which three-letter agency or which political party would set these people up. He goes, but here I am, a reasonably good-looking fella, but I am in a wheelchair, and I'm in the middle of a campaign event. All of a sudden, three and out of 10 uh, gorgeous girls come up and are trying to convince me to go up to the hotel room with them. He goes, and I know that there was a setup. So I said, I'm a man of God. And I, and I took myself away from the situation. He goes, but this happens all the time. And I think Jeffrey Epstein was uh, the keeper of the honey pot. I mean, he had a whole Island filled with them. And I think that it was all a political uh, blackmailing scheme. And I think that a lot of people yeah. are starting to come to that realization. Absolutely. It was something. It's still the key questions. Who was who was backing him? Who was behind him? And and who all was there? There's, you know, been rumors of uh, the chief justice being there, the head of the Supreme Court, Roberts and and others. We don't know for sure. I remember Lynn Wood came out and made all these accusations right after the election about people like Roberts. But we don't we don't have any evidence of that. But but I mean, who knows? Who knows who was yeah. at his island? We still don't know. They're covering it up. We don't know what went on there. We know that there's uh, some really seedy, uh, you know, sites there. That island with that big temple on one end is just kind of almost looks borderline satanic. It's like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, I don't these, know that it's borderline. I think it might be flat out satanic. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess it I depends agree. on how you define it, but uh yeah, definitely yeah. some evilness going on there. That's for damn sure. And, and you know, even really, Joe, did you see the pictures of Stephen Hawking? I mean, look, I'm not going to cast judgment on Stephen Hawking because he couldn't even speak. So I doubt he was engaged in any heavy petting or anything of that nature. But the point is, is they brought the most important people from all fields to that island and invariably, they took photos of them, and they took video of them. And I'm sure a lot of that uh, that uh, camera work was done without their knowledge. Uh, and yet, here we are. Uh, we'll never get the list of names. And I suspect. I mean, I you know, this is of course strap on your tinfoil hat, but I suspect that Jeffrey Epstein was an asset and he was being used as such. And here's the deal. We're going to make you out to be a billionaire and you're going to have this Island and it's up to you to get these people in comp compromising positions. I mean, look, I have no way of proving that, but good God. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a lot of uh brain neurons to figure out common sense here. Uh, something was going on there that was obviously very shady, but I don't think Stephen Hawking was doing any of it. Uh, but that just goes to show you the, the the links they'll go to. They'll get anybody and everybody they can. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. It's 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 definitely an op. There's something going yeah. on there. There's definitely something behind it. There's big money. And we're seeing this stuff all over the place. I swear to God. Some days I yeah. just wonder if everybody's an op. And maybe that's what they want me to think. <laughs> you know, after a while you get you get confronted by some of these guys. You're like, is this guy an op too? I don't, Steve, yeah. by the way, I don't think you're an op. I just want you to know that. I appreciate you coming on the show. <laughs> I know op. Yeah. 
<laughs> but I wonder about it. Sometimes I swear to God, it's just like, my God, are we surrounded by people that are getting paid to just mess with the, you know, mess with us, especially at the Gateway Pundit as we got really big and, and, and had a real voice still do. These people came out of nowhere and started yeah. coming after us, especially after the election as well. Just, it, it was just, uh, I don't know, you know, you get to the point, you don't know who you can trust. And it's, it's, it's kind of scary. And you know what that sounds a lot like? That sounds a lot like tyrannical regimes, doesn't it? Don't know who you can, don't know if you can trust your neighbors. Don't know if you can trust your fellow employees. Don't know if you can trust, hell, your, your in-laws. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we were hearing about in 1936 Germany. Uh, you know, and this is Stasi tactics. This is this is uh, KGB stuff. And yet here we are in the United States of America worried about it. I mean, that uh, kind of yeah. lets you know just how far we've slidden. And it's disgusting to see. I agree. I agree. It's scary. It's frightening. And then you see this open border, like you said. We've got this economy that's just on eggshells because they're spending trillions of dollars. Nobody knows where that money's going. I'll tell you that right now. I've shared this number of times. I used to oversee a billion-dollar block of business and the financial report on that. And I got to tell you, you can't, you do not know everything that's in that block. Not a billion dollars. Sorry, it's just too damn big. And uh, can you imagine six trillion? Nobody knows who what's in there. There's money flying to God knows where, probably straight to China, probably straight yep. to uh, the Biden Biden campaign. I mean. And we know that the government's paying for censoring conservatives. We yeah, know that. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable what's going on. Let me, Joe, let me ask you, do you think that Joe Biden is an asset of China? And I don't necessarily mean a hard asset, but is it, do they have a dossier on him that's as thick as the Old Testament? And that's why he's, uh, what I can only describe as in, intentionally destroying this country from within. Seems to me that he's a controlled man. I think uh, I think you're right. I've said this a number of times as well. Is is he working for China? What's going on? Because every move he's made has helped China. Every move, yeah. every it seems like every move move he's made has hurt the U.S. Can't yeah. think of him. I cannot think, Steve. I'll sit here right now and say I can't think of a thing that Biden's done that I think has helped America. I no. tell me. No, tell I me can't why. either. He, you know, he pushed those vaccines and was really pushing those. And, and it's like, now we're finding out those things are toxic. Yeah. They're just, they were toxic. They can cause cancer. I saw a piece from Tom Renz yesterday. He sent me, it's like, there's now evidence these things could could spread and cause cancer. It's like, you know, yeah. they weren't even vaccines. They had to change the definition of vaccine in order to bring these uh, things in that they called COVID vaccines. And they yeah. had, People are dying. And, yeah. And that's probably the thing that maybe Biden would say, oh, we, we helped people. We got them, you know, basically free vaccines. Well, that you, you killed them, Joe. You killed them. You yeah. Know? And so did Fauci. I mean, Fauci belongs in prison as far as I'm concerned. Apparently he made millions and millions and millions of dollars off of it. But, you know, the, the thing is, Joe, I, I'm convinced that uh, the way this is working is the allegations are so strong 
and they are so out of left field, you you just wouldn't believe it's happening in the United States, that that's almost part of the plan. They're like, oh, what are you saying, that uh, that, that, that Fauci and Biden, and, and they all colluded to, to release this so they could make money? Come on, that's absurd. Well, of course it's absurd. But the more absurd it is, the less believable it is. And unfortunately, the more it's probably true. I mean, you know, whether it's what you mentioned, what Joe Biden has done to help America. Well, let's see. Green energy, that helps China. Open border, that helps China. Uh, the uh, the whole COVID cover-up, that helped China. I, I, I can't think of one thing he's done to help this country. Yeah. Yeah, how about it? Where's the penalty for China? There's no penalties anymore. I had a, I had a guest on this show last week from Italy, and she said... Um, well, with your elections, you first thing you need to, you know, for these, it seems like everybody that wins is, is the one that cheats the most. So there needs to be ramifications for cheaters and you need to redo it. If somebody cheats, then you redo. And it's pretty yeah. simple. And that's what we should be doing. Uh, nobody seems to want to do that at all. But um, that's that's what's happening. And, and uh, no ramifications for anybody. You can steal money. You can bezel money. You can you know, have cocaine quantities that uh, would put anybody in jail. You can have prostitutes. You can do uh-huh. whatever you want. And if you're the if you're the president's son, you can just bury it. The DOJ is going to bury it for you. So, yeah. You know. Well, when the cheaters are in control, it's hard to stop the cheating. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's real simple, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. This country. I don't know. What's your final thoughts here on 2024? What's What are we going to see oh, man. before the end I, of the year? You know, well, you know, the old adage is it's always darkest before the dawn. I, I sense that we're probably going to get a little darker here. I'd like to think, you know, I'm a firm, as you know, Joe, we've discussed this. I am a Reagan optimist. I'm a firm believer in the wisdom of the American people. My fear, though, is it doesn't matter how wise the American populace is. If the game is rigged, it doesn't matter. Um, I just hope that there are enough voter integrity laws that have been put in place since 2020. Of course, we know that that happened in Georgia. And I hope that we don't see another round of uh, mystery uh, virus spreading. Oh, look, it's September. Here comes a virus. It's October. Lockdown. It's November. You can't leave the house. Mail the ballot in. If we see that, then we're in trouble. But hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah, I know. Touch wood. Say a lot of prayers and Hopefully we can chat again next year at this time. Say, thank the Lord Jesus. We got Trump back in. Let's get stuff done now. Amen. Well, thanks, Steve. Same so much for joining me. Look forward to talking to you soon. Okay, Joe. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow on the Joe Hoff Show.